Brian Lieb, good morning, buddy. How are you? Hey, Stan. I'm doing well, brother. How are you, my friend? I'm doing well. Nice to, nice to have you on this morning. Am, am I on speakerphone so there? Am I on speakerphone? No. Okay. Uh, tell me this. The, uh, the op-ed you wrote, Jewish voters are taking a second look at Donald Trump. Outside the obvious, Brian, which is, once again, after six presidents didn't do it, he was the one who moved the the um, the uh, the headquarters to uh, to Jerusalem. Might he move the, the, mm-hmm. the embassy? Uh, he was the one who recognized the Golan Heights. He was the one who put the Abraham Accords together. He was the one that stopped delivering pallets of cash to the Palestinians, which ended up in the hands of Hamas. Outside of that, why all of a sudden have Jewish voters come to the realization that Donald Trump loves the Jews, unlike guys like Obama and Biden? Well, listen, first of all, thank you to Siggy for connecting us. And, and, and Siggy herself has been such a champion on this issue and, and so many other things, uh, you know, Sid. But if we, if, we, if we want to be honest about, you know, why Jews are finally, you know, waking up and seeing, you know, what Donald Trump did for our community, you know, we can look no further, Sid, unfortunately, than the horrific massacre that happened on October 7th. I think it really – open the eyes of the Jewish community on a lot of issues. Uh, and when you look at, you know, President Trump, as you just rightly stated, you know, he's the first president to actually fulfill, you know, every single campaign promise he made. And you mentioned some of them. Uh, one that, that, that you left off is, you know, he was the first president to ever visit the Kotel, a.k.a. the Western Wall that you were just at a couple weeks ago. He's the first sitting president to ever go there. You know, so there's just so many, there's, there's such a long list of things that President Trump has done to support the Jewish community, the pro-Israel community. And I think uh, at the end of the day, also, we've seen how far left the Democrats have gone with their support for Ilhan Omar, Rashida Tlaib, and all these other uh, hooligans. And then, you know, Democrat voters are starting to, to really see their party for what it is, which is very anti-Israel. So then tell me why there are still a certain percentage of Jewish people that continue mm-hmm. to embarrass themselves, make us look mm-hmm. bad. And I actually called yeah. a few of them out. They, they hired me at the Fifth Avenue Synagogue a couple of weeks ago. They gave me the very prestigious Guardian of Israel yeah. Award. And I pointed out to people in the audience who were still voting Democrat, you're killing us, man. You're killing us. Yeah. You're stupid. Why are they still like that? Because being Jewish is not a priority to them. Supporting Israel is not a priority. Said it's the same reason that Sunday night here in Miami Beach at an event that I went to uh, where Alan Dershowitz was speaking, that four Jewish Voices for Peace protesters had to be removed and arrested by Miami Beach police because they chanted free Gaza and free Palestine. Being a Jew is not a priority to them. Supporting Israel is not a priority. Yeah, but funny. But it's funny you mentioned you mentioned Alan Dershowitz because I'm not sure if you know this, but Alan and I are very, very, very close. Very. In fact, uh, his documentary came out a couple of months ago, and me and Danielle went and uh, watched it with his wife and his son. And afterwards, had a dinner. It was just us, the Dershowitzes and the Rosenbergs. Yet, Alan Dershowitz, as pro-Israel as it gets, maybe the biggest pro-Israel guy in the world, refuses to vote for Donald Trump. Explain that to me. You know, uh, Alan's an interesting guy. We we love him for his support for Israel. Uh, but, you know, on a lot of issues, he's still very liberal. 
which, by the way, is just so it's, it's so hypocritical for these, you know, quote unquote, Jewish voices for peace to be protesting the guy when he agrees with them on like 90 percent of their issues. I mean, you know, Sid, listen, the, these, these people on, on the left, whether they're Jews or not Jews, they're, they're really deranged in a lot of ways. Um, but the recent poll coming out of New York that I wrote this op-ed in the Daily Caller about has the Jewish community voting 53% to 44%, which is a nine-point lead, which is unprecedented. And, and, and I mean, you know, if, if President Trump can, can, can grow, you know, to, you know, 40 or 50% of the national Jewish vote, uh, that's going to be a major game changer. Uh, and hopefully it's finally a wake-up call, you know, to the Democratic Party. Uh, but, you know, listen, I, I've got to come back to this because when we talk about President Trump, he has such a strong record, Sid. You know his record when it comes to supporting the Jewish community in Israel. And it's all about promises made and promises kept. And the most recent campaign promise that he made, and I know you and I see eye to eye on this 100 percent, is he promised Sid that he's going to deport any non-citizens that have been taken to the streets since October 7th to support Hamas. He's promised to deport every single one of them. So I don't know how Jews can't love this guy. He's our best friend. He's the best friend we've ever had in the White House and can't wait till he's our 47th president. Okay, I want to play uh, two pieces of audio for you. Yesterday, Joe Biden, the president, was in New York. He uh, came here to film a Seth Meyers show. You can't make it up. He may have got some money, too, from Wall Street, but here to tape a Seth Meyers show. And he's, uh, he's having ice cream. This is true. He's eating his ice cream like, like a child with his, with Anthony Blinken and, the, and all these other retards. And, uh, they're in some, uh, ice cream shop in New York and he starts talking about Israel while he's eating ice cream like it's no big deal. Here's what he had to say. At least my, my, my national security advisor tells me that we're close. We're close. We're not done yet. And my hope is by next Monday we'll have a ceasefire. All right. So he says that, uh, the ceasefire may be coming as early as next Monday. Now, that was not from the Seth Meyers show. On the Seth Meyers show, he talked about how he spoke to the Israelis, and uh, with Ramadan coming up, Israel has agreed during this very big Muslim holiday to kind of lay off during Ramadan. But here's what's interesting, Brian. I've got a friend named Alex Treyman. And he runs a JNS.org organization in Jerusalem in Israel. That is the best. You know, Alex, great guy. That's the best source for news in Israel. And unprovoked last week, remember, Biden said last night, Ramadan, holy time, Israel, they're going to they're gonna lay back. Here's what Alex mm. Trayman told me last week, unprovoked about the upcoming holiday of Ramadan. Specifically now, as we get towards uh, the Muslim holy month of, of Ramadan, which is going to begin on March 10th, you know, this this holy month is, is a month that's holy for killing Jews, uh, traditionally. And we've seen it many, many oh, times that in Ramadan, the amount of terrorism uh, just goes up and up. And, and why is that? In part because, you know, Muslims go into the mosques. And if you hear what the imams are saying in the mosques, that they, they are spewing you know, Viruan anti-Semitism in, in all of these mosques, and people go out uh, motivated, and, and they're also they're fasting during the day, and they get angry, and uh, it, this could happen. This and could happen. The other thing which it can make. So that's it. So thank you. So so here's what we're talking about: Who are the Palestinians really? What are the Muslims feeling like really? Even on a high holiday, the month of Ramadan, he claims, claiming they're out to kill Jews, and yet this idiot president, Brian Lieb, is still talking about a two-state solution. 
He is more than an idiot. He is really, at this point, Joe Biden is complicit with everything that Hamas and Iran and everyone else is doing. I mean, how stupid is he to be talking about a ceasefire when literally 30 minutes ago, Sid, Hezbollah just launched like 50 rockets into Israel? There, there's not going to be a ceasefire with terrorists. Terrorists don't want a ceasefire. Terrorists want dead Jews. That's what terrorists want. And and by the way, you you know, you were just in Israel. I was just in Israel. We talked to a lot of people, both on the left and the right. And the left, for the first time in decades, finally understands that they can't have a ceasefire. There can't be any kind of a two-state solution with terrorists. So, you know, it, it's, it's interesting. The Israeli people seem to know what's best for them. But for some reason, Joe Biden and his complicit uh, uh, administration seems to think they know best. I, you know, why is that? Is that because they're they're so concerned with making sure the the mullahs in Tehran are taken care of? They don't want to offend our our, our, our biggest adversary. I mean, these people they're just uh, uh, the Biden people. They're, they're 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 just on a different planet. So no, you're right. I mean, it's Earth. it's about appeasing Iran. It's about uh, not losing the vote in states like Michigan and Minnesota when it comes election day against Donald Trump. It's about everything right. but the Jewish people. And look, I sat down with Rachel Goldberg for 30 minutes. She's been on the show three times already. But I sat down with her in Jerusalem for 30 minutes. And I cried. My heart breaks for her son, Hirsch. But I'll say it again at the risk of sounding insensitive. I want Hirsch home. I want every hostage home. But if you're BB Netanyahu, if you're BB Netanyahu, you cannot make military decisions for millions and the future of this country based on 80 people. Yes, it would be great to get the hostages home and win the war at the same time. But it's becoming almost impossible because of what Hamas and the Palestinians do with these people. you got to keep your focus on the ball. We need to win the war.